format new theme you better believe it hey cool kids it's episode 10 of on a pair it's three friends talking about the game they love and the team they follow as well and the blast is back can you tell i'm happy oh yes as always i've got my two good friends with me i've got daryl butler how are you Daz? I'm great, mate. I was panicking then. I thought that was the start of my honours board uh, gif at the start of that. Then that's a great opening team tune. I love it. Well, why not? Keep it youthful. Keep it exciting. It's the blast. Peter Somberg, you're cool and youthful. How are you? <laughs> Never been said before. Yeah, I'm good, thanks, Jim. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm very well. Life always feels better with a few wins in the same week, doesn't it? Absolutely. Right, now, before we get into the nitty-gritty of the show, um, let's just cover bases. I always ask how the week's been, but we spent most of the week together, so let's do this. Peter de Sonberg Tours, you took us to Edgebaston for the test match. I did. It was a bit of care in the community. I took you two on a day trip. <laughs> it was a bit uh, like we, that, wasn't it? We, uh, we caught day one, which was probably the best day from an England perspective, wasn't it? It was certainly the least humiliating, but it was wonderful to be with my mates, drinking beer in the sun, England playing test cricket and not yet ruining it, which was grand. Um, and, you know, me and Daz, there's an, there's an element of idiot wrangling, wasn't there, Pete? But we, we thank you for your logistical <laughs> efforts. You're welcome, both. Uh, it's just <laughs> nice to have a, uh, uh, get back to a degree of normality, wasn't it, with it being a, a COVID trial event, uh, 17,000 in the ground. It, it, it just felt nice, didn't it? Oh, it was glorious. Uh, Pete, good like on you for your efforts. You're right there. Um, and that's Daryl Butler. Daryl Butler, history maker. History maker Daryl Butler. Right, so let's do this. Your week was kind of special. Last week was good. You played cricket. We all had a giggle. But this time was a little bit different. What went down, Daz? Yeah, it was, well, it was the first all-LGBT match on Sunday. So it was the Birmingham Unicorn second game. And uh, Glenn's finger hasn't recovered. So I was, I was back in the team, Jim. Yeah, back in the team, giving all those buys away this week. Um, <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> I did forty overs behind the stumps for the first time ever, so that was uh, really hard work, but great fun. Grace is a great friendly team, and uh, they come that come up to Whirly Hill, uh, gave us a bit of a spanking. It was forty runs they beat us by. You won't mind me saying. I mean, you're not a natural athlete, and you're not a natural cricket player per se, but you have embraced this. You are on board. You're basically you're you're a stalwart now. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely part of the furniture. Though. Mate, I have it, to say, I did enjoy you watching you strut around between innings. That was that was nice. I was on on the YouTube. That was uh, you you uh, you carrying your ego around with you. That was lovely. Between, <laughs> between innings, I was having a nice bath, mate. <laughs> well, look, there was a live stream, and it was ace to see you on the on my telly box playing cricket. It was wonderful. So there we are, Daryl, history maker, Butler, the first ever LGBT full game of cricket. Um, and good on you. I'm quite relieved, Jim, that I, I was fully expecting you to have a clip of my misstumping from the commentary there, and you haven't played it yet. So. Oh, no, mate, I'm not, I'm not down with that. I will, really. I, look, we, we will give each other grief when it's all appropriate in that, mate, but you tried to do something sincerely and well in a context that really mattered, and we dug it. So good on you. Um, right, uh, let's bang out a quick bit of news before we get to, um, well, all things Worcestershire, really. So, one, COVID restrictions, they're going to continue until the 19th of July. What does that mean for Worcestershire fans? Well, it basically means uh, four more T20 Blast games um, under restricted crowds, and it will also include the four-day against Warwickshire. So, I'm afraid, membership only, and it will still be a ballot as well. So, um, get your get your name in the hat 
and hopefully you'll get to watch some cricket, but it's a little bit later than we'd hoped. And the other bit of news, uh, and I'm not happy about this, it's the um, it's the women's test match. One-off test match between England and India at the county ground in Bristol. And the wicket they've provided, Heather Knight and her side, is a used wicket. There was 39 overs of T20 cricket on, on Friday, so they can't even provide a fresh cricket wicket for the women's test team. It's not good enough. The ECB have apologised. They say they're disappointed and sorry, and quite rightly so. Um, Heather Knight's been very magnanimous about it, but it isn't good enough. You can take the game seriously. Um, so there we are. That's my official two pence worth. Um, Absolutely disgraceful, that is. It's insulting to the women's game. It's insulting to test cricket. Simple yep. as that. Quite right. It's not difficult to get right, but they didn't. Anyway, on more positive notes, Daryl Butler, we will keep Worcester Watch. I know it's a slightly different vibe with the T20 blast and all, but Worcester Watch is important. So, Daz, what have you got for us? Let's run through the seconds nice and quick so we can get on with the T20 blast. And so, uh, the second 11, three games this week. Tuesday, they beat Gloucester by 62 runs. That's pretty much a first team, actually, Worcestershire. They got 244 for six oh. in the 20 overs. So, uh, but if you. Have a look at the uh, have a look at the Worcestershire scorecard. You've got Wessels, Dolavera, Marinali, Libby, Whiteley. So it's uh, pretty much a first team side, but still a, a, a pretty comfortable win there. On Thursday they played Somerset. They lost that one by five wickets. Uh, Worcester 153 for nine. Somerset getting there in the final over. Leach got 63. He was the linchpin. Uh, the rest of the runs were shared about. Somerset eased home in that one. And then Monday another defeat. This time to Northampton. Uh, Worcester 151 for six. Bell top scoring that one with 46. Northampton's 152 for six in the 17th over. They absolutely careered home, really. <laughs> um, have a listen to some of these bowling figures. There's um, <clears throat> economy rates. There's 18s, there's 16s, uh, 14 and a half. Leach went for 10 and over, nearly 11 and over. One for 31 off 2.5. Banton, very respectable figures of one for 19 off his four overs. And then, uh, Chap, I want to talk to you about, Jim. I think you'll love this. This is uh, 18-year-old Josh Baker's figures, and he is a left-arm spinner. Oh! You're all going to be looking out for in the future. Yes, I am. Have a listen to this. With all your mates being tonked about the park like that, four overs, no maidens, three for seven. Oh! How beautiful is that? He's 18, is he? I'm old enough to be able to adopt him. Um, (laughs) Oh, he's my boy. Baker, you're my boy. Brilliant stuff. We'll, right, okay. We'll keep um, an eye on him in future. Any more for any more, Daz? Let's have a bit of Central Sparks action. Uh, there was one game for them this week, and they lost their 100% record, I'm afraid. However, they did have the great honour of playing at the uh, the greatest ground in county cricket down at New Road. So They um, did. It was, it was, um, there, there was a, a few absentees for England call-up, wasn't there? But, um, yeah. but they, they made a close game of it. It didn't start well for them. They batted first and they were in trouble, weren't they? But um, ended up being a close yeah. one. They're in big trouble. They were 17 for three, actually, and two of the wickets they gave away were terrible run-outs. Um, uh, Millie Holmes run out. I mean, she just wasn't backing up and either didn't hear the call or didn't listen to the call. She sort of look a straight drive uh, from Jones. Jones's call, Evelyn Jones's call, and um, Millie Holmes just stopped. I say either didn't hear it or didn't react to it. Um, didn't move till very late and got run out that one, so that was really, really poor, to be honest. And Gwen Davis, very similar, actually, it was a bit of a stop-start run. If she'd gone straight away, she'd have got there. But again, the call came from Evelyn pretty quick. Uh, I think the run was there, and the stop-start cost her a wicket, so gave them two of those first three wickets. And it, I mean, really poor running, actually, at that level. So uh, that, that uh, cost them their chance of getting to a decent total, really. Ended up on 203 all out. Defendable, but not spectacular. And actually made the Thunder work for it. So it's 205 for eight, the Thunder got two. Uh, three wickets for Davis, uh, a couple for Glenn. And then uh, one each for Fakra, Russell and Wong. 
but uh, they didn't just just didn't quite have enough runs on the board. No, that's it. If you if you don't get your basics right, then you're always going to make your life more difficult. But I mean, the Sparks have already proven they are a seriously good outfit, and um, I imagine it's just a blip. Um, I think it is as well, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Right, good stuff, Daz. Um, before we get, I mean, obviously, I must point out, uh, new feature alert. I've been busy in the past week. Uh, got a new feature for you boys, so we'll deal with that in a little bit. I know you're excited. I can tell the, the silence, the tension. It's palpable, boys. I think nervous more than anything. It could be anything with you, Jim. <laughs> fair point. It's a fair point, Pete. Right, before we get to that, then, let's get to the meaty part of the show. The Worcestershire Rapids, the T20. They kicked off their campaign against the champions, Nottingham Outlaws, last Wednesday. Um, and, well, let's face it, it was another absolute classic. Well, they've got one. Will they come back for the second? He's going to go to the keeper's end. They don't make it. It's a tie. Brilliant. What a comeback from Worcestershire. What a performance from Moen Ali and his team. The ghost of cricket matches past. Yeah, we tied. It was a game that we were absolutely dead and buried in, if we're honest, but we managed to steal one. If you didn't manage to cover the game in detail, we batted first, made 152 for six, and uh, we managed to restrict knots. Uh, to the same score, uh, but we really had no right to get a draw in that game at all. Boys, first and foremost, our first batting performance of the season. What did you make of our first innings? It didn't get off to a good start, did it? We were uh, lost four wickets pretty early, but it just goes to show that in 2020, even in 2020 cricket, you can still build an innings. And Jake Libby's 52 not out really anchored it, and then good contributions from Cox and, more importantly, Ross Whiteley. Um, who, who hit a couple of sixes for us and then a little cameo, three ball cameo from Ed Barnard at the end, managed to post us to a respectable total, but one that we were uh, we were probably very nervous about defending. Yeah, it was it, it was quite nervy, wasn't it? The first um, the, the power play wasn't great. We were reduced to 26 to, for three after four overs and it felt a little bit like this is this is the four day game basically rolling into the next competition with low confidence. And I, yeah, I mean, we, we managed to get to 1-5-2. Ross Whiteley, he was fabulous. I mean, we know he's a good T20 player. He's not had a good season in other forms of the game, but 42 from 35 balls. He paced it really nicely. And as he said, Jake Libby, not known for his big hitting, but a strike rate of 121, essentially, for his 50. Um, and 152, I mean, I think you boys were slightly more positive about that total than I was. I felt that we were well light. It was a defendable total, um, but it felt like a reasonably good wicket and that we weren't very smart. We weren't very streetwise with our batting. Yeah, I, I think I was positive about the 152 because of the fact that we were only on about 60 for four after 10 overs and we had no right really to get past about 135, 140. So 152 felt good from that point. But if you'd said 152 before the game, I'd have said I wanted 20 more. Yeah, that's, uh, it, that's it, a fair point. There were a couple of soft dismissals early on, weren't there? Brett D'Oliveira got stumped from a, uh, a leg side wide. Moen Ali got out, bowled to Carter. Same over, I think. Um, but it was a bit of a nothing shot. He came down the wicket, misjudged it. I'm not sure what really happened, but he completely missed it, and it uh, just pegged back his stumps. So a couple of difficult ones. Vettel's uh, got run out, didn't he? He was looking quite good, actually. He hit three really nice fours, but got run out by a run, run lovely out, bit of fielding, yeah, by yeah. Mullaney. Uh, but yeah, as Dad said, we were more positive about it because we went into the second innings with momentum and momentum is so important in sport um, and cricket's no exception. Yeah, well, I mean, that momentum was very quickly undone, though. I mean, it's fair to say the first 26 overs of our T20 campaign weren't very good. 
Um, and that includes the captain's performance as well. Moeen bowled the first over and went for three runs. And then he bought on the seamers and Dwarshish and Tong and Morris. Well, I mean, they got levered, didn't they? I mean, I know the Nottinghamshire openers are as good as you'll get in the county game, but they dismantled us. I mean, they got uh, they got 76 in the power play. It was essentially, it was 10, 11, 12 and over for the pace bowlers. And he stuck with it for five overs, didn't he, Moeen? It felt yeah. like we should have been going back to the slow bowlers a lot quicker than we did. Uh, I said to you, didn't I? It feels like the, I mean, the seamers were getting tonked all over the shop. Moeen went for three in the first over. Let's get him back on. Let's give Dolly the ball. Let's throw the ball to Sodi. Yeah, it was like uh, he was it, determined. It, it felt like it happened a bit late to me. It was determined not to bowl any of the spinners in the power play, apart from him bowling the first over. And I mean, I joked at half time between innings that, I mean, 152 is fine, but if, if Alex Hales is on it, then they could get this done in 14, 15, 16 overs. They're that good at the top of the yeah. order. Um, and it looked like it was going to go that way because they were 81 for one off six and a half overs. And you just thought, this, this game's dead. Um, but I tell you what, Ish Sode is a signing, isn't he? Yeah, the, the spinners did really well. Um, they, uh, Moen Ali kept it really tight and he was 215 off his four. And it showed, yeah, you're right, uh, 1 to 27. But uh, I think it felt like he bowled even better than that. They worked beautifully in tandem. And we just managed to nip out a couple of quick wickets, didn't we, to get them 100 for four, which started their little little stall. I mean, at that point, you'd still fancy them to chase down 50 off 10, off 10 overs. Um, but the, the main thing for me was that it felt like in the first part of their innings, we were really flat in the fields and... We always pride ourselves as, as being a really energetic fielding side, but they felt flat. But then Ross Whiteley took that brilliant catch diving forward, and it felt from that point in, they lifted and they were suddenly bouncing in the field, and that showed with some of the returns. There was a couple of really good runouts, nice flat, solid throws, really running in, picking things up cleanly. And we just looked a completely different side in the second half of their innings, just not started to make some very poor decisions as well, it has to be said. When um, when Moeen got Duckett LBW for six, you kind of thought, well, that's put made it respectable. At least it'll be close. But you're right, that brilliant catch out in the deep. He's a brilliant um, boundary rider, Whiteley. He's quick and he's strong and he's just so athletic, diving forward full length and grabbing the ball. And at that point, they were they're 100 for four off 10 overs. You know, they're still going at 10 and over. But the energy in the crowd changed. The energy around the field changed. And you're right, we were on it. And and we we were dangerous. The next five and a half overs went for just twenty eight. But even at that point, you're looking at they needed what um, they needed something twenty three from twenty six balls with six wickets in hand. And any other team other than Nottinghamshire wins that game. But they were on tilt because of what happened at Edgbaston in the T Twenty Finals day. And um, Worcestershire exploited it brilliantly because you pointed out the fielding game went up. And Daz, you've been you've been championing. Worcestershire in the field for years, haven't you? Yeah, Worcestershire have had the best fielding side in this format in the world, I think, for the last five years. We're the best at it. We've got the best keeper. We've got the best boundary riders. People like Bolivar in the field are the jaunty roads of the modern era. Yeah, and it doesn't. Uh, everybody it doesn't... knows where they are. Everybody knows whatever is doing. Everybody's backing up. Everything is perfect about it. They're 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 zipping around. They're buzzing around. It's something you, I think you don't think you can do for more than twenty overs because that much energy goes into it. Yeah, and, and I think our fielding is worth twenty twenty five runs an innings. I really do. Yeah, it's not hyperbole, is it? With that good in the field, it's so slick. But look, I mean, um, at one point, what they were went from uh, one one hundred for three 
to uh, 100 for 4, 128 for 5, 147 for 6, 150 for 7, 152 for 8. Match tied. You know, that, that 10 overs, actually. You said 100 for 4, Pete. That's 37 runs ahead of where we were at that point yeah. with the same wickets down. You yeah. cannot think to say... you not win from there? It's just a couple of points or a point about our pace bowlers. Obviously, they, they didn't bowl that smartly early on, and we can question Moen Ali's decisions first up. But I thought um, Charlie Morris showed some... Uh, he was really clever. He started to mix up his pace. He was the first one of the pace bowlers to do it. I thought Duarsis came back well for his latter over or after over or two, I can't remember whether he bowled one or two. Yeah, he, uh, he, he looked he, better. And yeah. given the tonking that Tong took in his first over, he really held his nerve well in, in the final over and started to mix it up as well. So took some time early on, but credit to them, they really pulled it back. That's, great yeah, that's some Tong off his own bowling as well, wasn't it? The, uh, yeah, that was a sort of great really, footwork. Yeah, really, I think Southgate used to get him in the, in the squad. It's, um, that's a really good point, Pete. Um, I thought, I mean, Duarte, he had a really difficult day, didn't he? It looked, I mean, the, the, the seam bowling up, up front was pretty brainless, if we're honest. Just They all just kept banging it in and they got what they deserved. But you're right, they came back. Duarte's had a difficult day. Fortunately, his week got better as it progressed. Um, so we got away with one. We dodged a bullet. We got a tie out of the defending champions when we had no right to. And I think that's a really, really important you talk about momentum in sport, and you're absolutely right, boys, because you go into the Northamptonshire game feeling like you've won, and you feel like a team that's got a bit of buzz and a bit of zip about it. I didn't much care for Moeen's captaincy. Um, he's not the greatest captain in the world, but you made a really good point on the WhatsApp, does about his influence. Oh, he's, he's he looks eight foot tall, doesn't he? And everybody looks up to him, and he, Moeen Ali being in this side makes looks like the fielding. Makes the side 20 runs better. He, he, he clearly he is very influential on the team, and I think that that actually makes him a good captain. You know, I said that first game against Knotts, I wasn't sure about the decision making early on, uh, but you've got to have him there, and you've got to have him in charge because he he, he just makes everybody play 10 percent better. Yeah, he's um yeah he he's just cool, isn't he? He's he's a different man after a few seasons in the IPL. This quite shy, retiring. Um, polite young man who's very softly spoken and then you saw him in the first game uh, at New Road and even when things weren't going particularly well he was just sat in a seat in the stands arms over the back of a few chairs just looking like the coolest person in the country he's, he's, he? he's, just seen looked... everything. he's seen everything he's seen it all before and he knows how good Worcestershire are and and he know he, I mean, he still believed didn't he, he yeah. 100 for 4 he, he um, still believed he could win that game Right, so um... right, gents. One of the things you uh, we said before recording today is that we were going to keep. Uh, you asked me to be on timekeeping duties, good overrates, and all that. Yeah. Um, so I'm calling time on this one. Okay. Right. On to Wantage Road. Fair point, Pete. Captain right, Brearley Pete. has spoken. Bit of warning next time, Pete. Yeah. Do you want the countdown team? <laughs> all right so don't, put, saying, don't put ideas in Jim's head but ten, <laughs> we'll be back with that next week I'm on, I'm on board with it we hate slow over rates in the matches so let's do it yeah, 10 minute 10 minute match it. maximum 30 second warning okay on to Wantage Road and you know momentum is key as they say and we were pretty saucy at Wantage Road weren't we oh. we um, we uh, we batted first and we did an awful lot better job of it and uh, I, I thought uh, Vessels went quite cheaply, but Dolivera and Moeen went to town on that bowling lineup. They, you know, they they took their time. They took a few overs to get their iron, 
but my word, from overs five to ten, eleven, they went berserk. They, they took their time in the power play, didn't they? Actually, it, it felt like they were having a real good look, and I was getting a bit frustrated watching it. For being honest, and then suddenly <laughs> they just flicked the on switch. They've got about 50-odd runs in the next four overs from uh, from seven up to 10 or 11 overs. Suddenly went from 40-odd for uh, for one to 100, 100 for one. It was absolutely incredible eating. But they, well, they what I've said about the knots game is that in 2020 cricket, there's always time. And yeah, Dolivera struggled early on. I think a few players did actually. I couldn't really read that wicket. It seemed like some players came in and got it and other players just struggled to pick it. It might have also been Northampton's bowling. But knowing Ali and Brett Dolivera between them, hit 94 off 53 balls. So even though Brett Dolivera was frustrating early on, um, they put runs on the board and they both did it quickly as a pair. Yeah, Dolivera made 43 from 34 balls, included two fours and three sixes. Strike rate of 126.5. Moeen got a 50. He's a talisman. 30 balls it took him. Three, four, uh, three fours and four sixes. Whiteley, again, a useful 23. We did start to sputter and spit a little bit. We managed to get to 185 for seven from our 20 overs, but it was largely, in the end, down to a really great cameo from Ben Cox, who hit a, a 10-ball 26, including five boundaries. Yeah, yeah it's nice. a stutter at the end, but uh, Cox come in and uh, and finished it off really nicely, didn't he? Uh, I think saying about the not being able to read the wicket, Pete. I think it was the, the bowlers who were varying their pace were the ones who were getting more out of the pitch. To be honest with you, Parnell seemed to be bowling the same ball in every time and, and was getting tonked all over the place. And then you had um, Josh Cobb, I think, opening the bowling, but he, he was varying it up really nicely, and, uh, and that's where like Dolly was uh, struggling to get him away. Yeah, it it did feel like some, as you were saying, some batsmen seemed to get it, some didn't. Barnard looked all over the place. Uh, Libby found it really, really difficult. But um, Ben Cox from ball one, he just was able to time it. I mean, Sanderson bowled beautifully for them, three overs, three for 21. And Taylor bowled pretty well, considering he had to bowl at the death when things were getting a little bit uh, difficult. And he he got three for 33. Look, North Ants are a good one-day side. And they know how to play at Wanted Road. It's a small ground. It's a difficult place to get your cricket right on. They know how to win there. And I thought in the end, one eight five for seven. We weren't we weren't completely sold. And it felt like a good score. Would have felt better if we had ten more. Wouldn't we? Par, didn't it? It was... Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> the the response, Daz, you are the um you are the champion of the Worcestershire fielding. Um, I mean. That's as good a performance in the field as I've seen in years. I can't think of a better one. Well, and actually, there were a couple of mistakes towards the end of the game when the game was already in the bag. But which one do you prefer them? Dolivera's catch or Whiteley's at the start of the innings? Because they were two incredible catches. I mean, Dolivera's the sort of, what was he, back point and he straight at him with that amount of venom. How he held on to that, I'll, I'll never know. Yeah. And Whiteley's well, looked better because of a dive, but... I'm going to go for Whiteley's only because it was better than his catch against uh, Knotts. Because against Knotts, he was diving forward. But against Northants, he was diving forward. He was on the diagonal. So he had to to really pick it. Um, So I think Whiteley's was better. But yeah, absolutely. Dolly's was a, a magnificent hold as well. Well, they were the first two dismissals of the innings when uh, Northants chasing um, our handsome total of 185 for seven. A first ball of the innings. Yeah, you're right. Um, Dolivera's catch off uh, Tong's bowling uh, backward point. It went quickly and it was a great grab. But I- I'm with Pete. I think Whiteley on the run, full pace, diving forward, awkward angle, and an- an- another brilliant grab. And it just it's a it just has 
Everything about it says team on their game. Um, and that reduced them to 16 for two in the third over. And although there's a long way to go, you feel like it's really they're really up against it from then. They put up a reasonable fight back, didn't they? Cobb and Rossington managed to get their way to 52 for two halfway through the fifth. And they, you know, they were they were throwing the bat, but they never felt like they were really in control. And it wasn't long before Worcestershire ended up strangling them. 52 for two ended up being 98 for seven in the space yeah. of 10 overs. Um, no, I was gonna say, it felt like we were um, always just about in front of them. It never felt like they'd ever got on top of us. Uh, the, the rate just kept going up ever so slightly. And then, uh, as you say, completely strangled them right in the middle part of that innings. And you're, you're right about Northampton being a, a great side at home, but they've, it's very similar to New Road in that it's a very tight outfield and we're just a better unit than they are in the field. And, uh, and we know how to play in that condition too. So uh, once we uh, once we got those early wickets, uh, backed us all the way then. It felt for me in the, in the bowling innings, to, to quote uh, mighty Michael Van Gerwen, that we did the right things at the right moment and that we took wickets at key times. Just as they were building up momentum, we nipped another one out. And uh, they they didn't they they put up a bit of resistance at the end with uh, Zaid, but yeah, we we just kept taking wickets at key moments and left them with far too much to do. Yeah, yeah. pop pop at the right time, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's we just we put them under relentless pressure. We put them under relentless pressure. Every single they had to get, they worked for. Every two was under you know they were under threat of losing their wicket. And I thought, I mean, most importantly here is that the, the seam bowlers learnt their lesson. I think Josh Tung, uh, Josh Tung bowled really nicely, two overs, one for 12. Morris, I thought, was excellent, four overs, two for 31. Dwarshish, his figures weren't very weren't very pretty. He bowled better. He, you know, he four overs, one for 37. He wasn't great, but he was clearly picking up how to bowl on these wickets. These wickets yeah, don't he, suit him. And it, he was, he was, you could see it, you could watch a man figure it out. And when he got his wicket, every yeah. Worcestershire player sprinted over to him to give him some love. They obviously liked the guy. I think his first two overs weren't great at all, but when he came back, he like he seemed to see how everybody else was was, was bowling, and like you say, seemed to have worked it out. Tony Morris absolutely superb, like you say, and uh, again, Moen and Sodi brilliant in tandem. I thought. Can we yeah. give an, a little nod as well to Ben Cox for that brilliant run out from Tom Taylor? Moen Ali threw it in from point. Uh, Cox took it and threw it backhanded behind him and, and yeah. took the stumps away. Cox was superb in that game. Yeah, he really, really was, wasn't he? But it's it, it just feels it just feels really nice to know. Yeah, we're a really slick team. You know, it's it it feels like a team that's well drilled, that knows what their roles are, knows what their jobs are in the field as well. They don't just place people there; they put people in specific positions to do a specific job, and they nail it. They always gone about executing skills, and I hate that phrase, but that's what they do. And it's the exact antithesis of what we've seen in the four-day game. A team confident, fearless, and doing what they're supposed to. And you're right about Sodi. Moeen and Sodi, I mean, you took Dolivera in there as well. Between them, four overs for Sodi, one for 22. Four overs for Moeen, two for 21. I mean, try winning a game of cricket against those two. And I feel like the Sodi signing is, is handy because we won't have Moeen for much longer. So having Sodi and and Dolivera being able to bowl some spin overs together as well, it's going to be helpful. So, um, look, I mean, for time, Peter. Yeah. You've you've got thirty seconds, mate, but I'm not singing countdown for you. Okay, very well. Well, thirty seconds says that they end up making 153 for nine, and it was a, a little cameo from Zaib who made 36 from no balls at all because he took a liking to Barnard and took 21 off and over, um, but. Uh, North Ants were never in it. It wasn't even close. And my God, we look good. Uh, onwards and upwards. And uh, yeah. But speaking of never in it, shall we move on to Lancashire? 
Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, we were all a little bit worried about this one because um, Liam Livingston and Joss Butler, I don't know if you've heard, that they're really quite good at the short form of cricket. <laughs> they batted first. If Pete, if I'd have said to you, Lancashire Lightning are batting first, and at the end of their 20 overs, they're four wickets down, how many runs have they got? I, I'm saying uh, 170, 180. Yeah, Daz? Oh, Tyler said 200. They'd have had 200 on the board without, without a problem. Yeah, I'd be 190, 200. I'm with you, Daz. Yeah. Uh, 132 for four. And that's that's with Joss Butler getting a 46-ball 50-odd. I mean, I mean, weirdly, I'm, I'm not sure what I'm more confused by. The fact that we managed to get a tie against Notts or the fact that we managed to restrict uh, Lancashire to 132. I'm not sure which is the, the weirder event. Well, I mean, the, the, the Notts tie, Notts were on tilt. Their minds were elsewhere. Their minds were from three, four years ago, and they bottled it. We, we had no right to get near that. I mean, this, I mean, we talked about the fielding performance, the outfielding, and we bowled very well against uh, North Ants. The bowling performance here was an absolute masterclass in controlling an explosive and dangerous batting lineup. It was just superb. I mean, I can't, Moeen bowled an over first up. Dwarshis took a wicket in his first over, which is great for him. He returned decent figures. Pennington, I mean, he got hit by Livingston for one great six, but other than that, he bowled 11. 11 out of 12 balls were absolutely on the money. Morris, four overs, two for 25. Sodi four overs, not for 30. Looked really ugly, but he bowled brilliantly, and there were a couple of, you know, a couple of chances, really tough chances that, that um, fielders could have taken. Dolly, two overs, one for five. I mean, I could go on. Barnard bowled one over for six. We were just, we were so in control. Line of length and length, variation of, of pace was brilliant. All the things we didn't do in the first game. I love the fact that we figured out how to correct our issues. I've got nothing to add to that, too. That's, that's, uh, that's pretty much summed up that inning. I mean, it looks like it from the figures. I didn't actually manage to watch this game because uh, there was a more important game with a butler oh, uh, involved. We keep keeping that paper. <laughs> hey, Daz, I don't, I, I've heard a rumour. Do you play for the Unicorns? Because you've not brought it up and I'm concerned. Uh, yeah, look, oh, Daz, of course, you, you, me, me and Pete were watching it on the, uh, on the YouTubes whilst England were um, manhandling Croatia in the Euros. Um, but yeah, it's 132 for four from 20 overs. They never got away. One for five, Dolavera. One for 27, Dwarshish. Two for 25, Morris. Um, but every single one of them, they were absolutely on their game. You were just waiting for them to explode. Um, Livingston looked good while he was there. So did Joss Butler. But um, you, you, I can just imagine, as you say, Dwarshish figures look absolutely amazing, by the way. But I can just imagine everybody... It's the same thing again, buzzing around in the field, keeping everything nice and tight. If the bowlers bowl well, you're not going to hit us for many runs. No, absolutely not. Um, and you know, it's uh, the old saying about turning ones into twos in 2020 cricket. Uh, we turn twos into ones yeah. for 20 over solid and uh, keep teams in, in check. Absolutely. Well, funny right. enough, actually, in that innings, there were a couple of fielding errors, but we, I think we uh, dropped Butler, but then we caught him the, the following delivery, so there was no damage done. But yeah, you're right, Daz, we were, again, really positive in the field. And you felt that the only way we were going to have any trouble at all chasing six and a half and over was if we let Parkinson bowl us out. If we let Parkinson go, th- you know, um, have a day and take a fiver, that's the only way we're getting beaten, and we didn't do it. I thought the way that Vessels and Vessels needed some runs. My God, he needed some runs. But he 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 gave a really really assured. I'm not fussed about my form kind of innings. 
Um, and he and Dolavira opened up, and they were majestic, weren't they, Pete? They were. They hit a, quite a few vessels, especially quite a few good leg side shots off the off the spinner. Uh, vessels really aggressive. Forty off twenty seven balls, four and a six. Um, Dolly, I'd say he anchored the innings, but he didn't really, did he? He continued to play the aggressor, sixty one off forty five. Um, Mo didn't have his best match, but Libby was probably the best person to come in the end. And, and watching them just pick off the singles towards the end and absolutely canter home was. Uh, was was the best bit of my day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was fabulous, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, um, you're right. Vessels was aggressive. Uh, Dolly, Dolly, he, they just wait. They just played sensible cricket. They were busy, rotated the strike, waited for a bad ball, because Langs just took the took the pace off, didn't they? Uh, with Hartley and with uh, with Parkinson et al. And so they were just well, we'll just wait for the bad ball then. We don't we don't have to hit you. We'll just wait for a bad one. And they dragged a few down and every bad ball got what it deserved and it got sent to the fence, mainly on the leg side by both of them. I think I mean, was, let's be honest, I don't want to keep mentioning them, but they did everything that not failed to do. Yeah. It was and, it, and here's the thing, right? Um and this is worth a mention. I know I mean the the X factor, the confidence that a Moeen Ali, a genuinely world class player with bat and ball does for you it is wonderful. But what's also reassuring is this. Moeen bowled three overs in the first innings for eight runs and over, right? Three uh, three over, uh, three overs for 24 runs. I made hard work of that, didn't I? Um, that made him the least economical bowler, right? Uh, and then when he batted, he was the only one to actually fail. So he made nine from nine balls. And we absolutely trounced Lancashire. We absolutely trounced a side that are built for this form of cricket, and they will hammer other sides, and they will be right at the pointy end of things yeah. come the end of the season. And we have dismantled them, and Moen was our worst player. That feels quite nice. <laughs> Shows what a good side we've got. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, um, it does. And it's great to see Shay Vessels in the runs as well. Um, him and uh, him and Whiteley hope to get a change of format. Feels like a bit of a fresh start from, and uh, and hopefully they'll start firing there. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, life is more fun when you win. But, I mean, we, we've pointed out, look, we're geared up to this form of cricket. Um, it is going to get more tricky when Moeen um, is off for, for England duty and prepares for a for a World Cup and then does 100 stuff and all that sort of caper. Um, I think it's right. We've got Josh Baker in the second, mate. Oh, Josh Baker. <laughs> I don't know anything about Josh Baker. I'm Googling him later, and, and um, he may well be now officially my second favourite player. Um, but look, I mean, we got progressively better, and by Sunday against Lancashire, we were—I mean, we were perfect, really. That's as perfect a performance in T20 cricket as you can get. It, it, it put the Notts game into context for me, seeing the, the obviously the Northampton game and then the game against Lancashire, because I came away from that Notts game thinking, oh, we just got away with one there. They bottled it. Um, we haven't done great. We gave them the first ten overs in both innings. It's uh, not looking good, and actually. After these two results, look back at that and think, no, we had a bad day at the office and uh, we're good enough to, to steal a draw out of it. A, a, a draw, I've called it a draw. I hate it when people do that. I've just done it myself. <laughs> we You're a terrible person, Daz. <laughs> I am, I am. <laughs> uh, we got a tie out of it. I'm going to get a better of that in dinner tonight. Um, and, and the last two results have just shown what, what a good side we are. So I'm really positive about it now. Great well, what I'd say to you, Daz, is, uh, is have more faith to start with. We're always going always gonna to pick up points. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, in fairness to Daz, he's probably he's probably middle of the road. I'm the grumpiest, aren't I? I'm I'm the hardest to please, but I mean, I, what's re- what I said is it's really really good to see. Is Duarshis has figured it out. Morris has really figured out how to bowl on these wickets. His 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 cutters were great. 
Um, Barnard Barnard hasn't quite got the uh, quite got the hang of it this season with the ball, but he's literally coming into Bolton over here and over there because the other lot are taking care of business. So the seam is the, fair, the way his batting's going. If he doesn't bowl, it doesn't really matter. No, if if we're in a situation by which we don't need Barnard to do anything and we win comfortably, we're in yes. pretty good shape. A good place. Um, and that gentleman is how you do a podcast. When you win all of your games, basically. <laughs> why don't we just why don't we just win every week? This is loads better. Yeah, let's just look the way that you've just turned the not game into a win as well, Jim. By saying uh, when you win all your games, uh, do you know what? I knew you were going to get right. all, I knew you were going to get all pernickety on me. Who's been the grumpy one now, Pete? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, Darryl, I'm not being grumpy. I'm being correct. This is oh. true. Look, Captain Captain Brearley has made his point, and he, look, technically, yes, it's true. But let's be honest, that felt like a win. All right, let's, let's not get bogged down in semantics. Um, but you won't, you won't let it lie, Pete. Um, and that's why you don't make mistakes. I respect that. You know, I respect that. Anyway, lads, two words, overrate. Um, let's have a look at the tables then. It's uh, split into two groups for the Vitality Blast, the northern section and the southern section. Being um, pretty much within an hour of Bristol, of course, we're in the northern section. Um, and we're top of the table, boys. Played three, one, two, tied one. Five points from Fanfare. it. We've... Sorry, what was that? Fanfare. Oh, I've got a fuck. Hang on. <laughs> I've got I've got a new ident for a new feature that's coming up. We've got to fiddle back to several weeks ago. Your fanfare addicted, my friend. Very well. What's the shirt? Are you ready, son? What's the shirt? Oh, top of the table. Yes, we are. We're top of the table. Played three. Five points. Just ahead of Durham and Birmingham and Lancashire with four. We've played a game more than Durham, though. Look, it's early doors, so the table doesn't really mean an awful lot at this point. Um, and it's very easy to claw things back if you have a pretty ropey start. Um, but there we are. Worcestershire, top, then Durham, then Birmingham, then Lancashire. Knots in fifth. Uh, the Southern Draw, Surrey, have started well. Played 3-1-3, and they have been annihilating teams, thanks mainly to the Curran boys. Uh, Kent's bit fires 100% as well. Played 3-1-3. Sussex Sharks, also 100%. Played 2-1-2. Um, so that's where we are at the early stage of proceedings in the T20 Blast. Uh, it's been a pretty good week. Uh, and on that note, gentlemen, um, I'd like to introduce a new vibe. And we're not going to do an honours board, right? Honours board? That's not cool, is it? That's not for young people. That's you know, oh, really? a nice, nice bit of maple in the clubhouse where you put your little name on it. No, that's for committee people with their blazers and their club ties. No! We're young and dynamic. We like the blast, right? So what I want to know from you, lads, is who you think has been... Exactly. Who's been your T20 Blast Player of the Week? So, Peter Sonberg, who for you has been... ...this week? I'm going to Sussex and I'm going to Phil Salt. He's had two not outs in two wins for Sussex, 77 in the first game and 72 in the second game. I don't think you could do better than that. Yeah, there we go. He's had a blast. Can't argue with that. I think you can, and he's at Glamorgan, and his name is Marnus Labuschagne, if I've pronounced it correctly. I think I, I can't spell it, but I can pronounce it. Uh, they play Gloucestershire. He's uh, got 93 not out in that one after taking one for 18 with the ball. They lost that by four runs, but here's the context. Glamorgan, 144 for nine, chasing 176 after 18 overs. They were 35 runs short with two overs to go and one wicket in hand. He got them to within four. Didn't quite get them over the line, but 93 not out was a great effort in, in that context there. He got another 50 against Essex on Sunday, 59 from 47 balls, and took one for 17. They won that one by seven wickets. And then another 50 on Monday against what? Surrey. 
They lost by five wickets in that one, but uh, he took two for 31 there and scored a 54 ball 71. 223 runs in the week for Marnus Labuschagne and four wickets to boot as well. Do you know what, mate? He's... Isn't he? Oh, that's incredible. (laughs) Oh, Marnus Labuschagne. Imagine him playing for Worcestershire. That'd be joyous. Right. Right, you've got yourself... um, uh, Pete, you've gone for a a high-level England prospect... Daz, you've got yourself a test cricketer, an international in every form of the game, who is just absolutely all over it. I am going to the future today. His name is Archie Lenham. He plays for Sussex. He's not even 17. He's 16 years old. He made his uh, T20 debut for the Sharks against Gloucester last week. He bowled four overs. He's a spinner. Four overs, one for 34. So he got himself a wicket. 16 years old. I mean, that's fine. Good on him. First wicket in first-class cricket. But he went a little bit better than that, didn't he? He went and treated himself to a proper day out. Um, Second game, uh, Hampshire Hawks. We know them as the Royals, of course, but, you know, marketing. He had an even better day. Three overs, three for 14. Incredible figures, isn't it? 16 years old. He's 16. Wow. They're all top-order batsmen. They're all all in the top six. uh, No mugs in that side, is there? So I'll be honest with you, I don't know much about him other than he's a spinner and he's a child. I mean, he's an actual child. Um, he's a cool kid. But he's played two games of T20 cricket as a professional. He's taken four wickets and gone for no runs. And that's unbelievable. It's, I'm a unbelievable fr- effort. it's fair to say that Archie Lenham is... So there we are. It's, um, that's, that's the new modern honours board. I felt like it wasn't as slick as it should have been. Can I just add um, an extra thing in, though? Uh, because I think, uh, just to round off our Worcestershire angle, can we pick our Worcestershire Player of the Week? Is that, a, is that a thing we can do? Oh, yeah, 100%. Okay, let's do that. I mean, it's a work in progress. We don't know, we're now, because we're, now, we're young and cool and trendy, we don't need rules and regulations. We can do what we want. I've got my cap on backwards right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm um, not joking, I'm I have. Throw, I am ashamed. Cool. I'm going to throw a name into the mix for, for Player of the Week. I'm going Brett D'Oliveira. Batted well, bowled well. Took a brilliant catch, awesome in the field. I'm, I'm saying Brett Dolivier is our player of the week. Yeah, okay. Daz, what do you think? I, I, I was, yeah, I was thinking him or Ben Cox. I'm, I'll take Ben Cox, I think, actually. Um, <laughs> <but he's laughs> super I mean, yeah, we couldn't possibly agree on anything, could we, Daz? For, but for no. maybe one week. <laughs> well, do you know what? I was going to go for Ross Whiteley. Because, <laughs> because he's, he's a, he, had a, he came into the four-day side and he wasn't very good, and I caned him. Um, he deserved it. But he's been really good with a bat. Um, he's been explosive when he needs to be, responsible when he needs to be. He's fielded brilliantly, taken two worldy catches. And let's be honest, that as Pete pointed out, that catalyst, the catch against uh, Nottinghamshire, got us going, got us back in the game. So I was going to go Ross Whiteley, but we can pick different people. So there we are. Worcestershire's player of the week in the blast is Dolivera or Cox or Whiteley. Um <laughs> I'm just doing some Archie Lennon maths. I'm thinking 16 years old, born in 2004 or five. So he was born after the T20 blast started. Is that a first? Well, it's nice to know you've been listening to us, (laughs) Dad. No, I mean, you've been just randomly Googling while Jim and I have been talking cricket. No, I've I've been scribbling numbers down. I mean, that that sounds entirely right. So he was born after the first... So Ravi Bapara... And Samit Patel and um, Darren Stevens have been playing T20 cricket longer than he's been alive. Yeah, that's, that's, that's got to be true, hasn't it? 
Yeah, good work, Daz. Anyway, um, on that um, administrative bombshell that we workshopped live on the show, <laughs> <laughs> good thinking, I've got a new feature, boys. Oh, yes. mention at the start. Go on, then. What, what have you got for us, Jim? Because no, the, the Women's Rapids team, they're, they're fans of the show. We know this to be true. So I've been talking to a few of them. I just thought we could sort of um, figure out a little bit more about who they are as human beings. So what I've done is I've created this um, elaborate computer system by which you can um, shut them away in a chamber and then uh, interrogate them with automated questions that get progressively more weird as you go along. Um, obviously, I've started with the skipper, haven't I? So um, here's my new feature I like to call Hit for Six. Welcome to Hit for Six. Please state your name and team role. Chloe Hill. Uh, captain of Worcestershire Women's Rapids and a wicketkeeper batter. What is your proudest cricketing moment? Oh, um, probably scoring my first hundred and going on to score 164 not out. Who is your sporting hero? Oh, um, probably have to go Sarah Taylor. Um, just a role model in the women's game with keeping and batting. The game at the weekend is called off. You are free to do as you please. What do you do? Well, this actually happened the other week. So I went and played top golf and had loads of food and just chilled out for the day. You are stuck in a lift for five hours. Pick a teammate to spend that time with and tell us why. Um, oh, God. Um, well, I'm absolutely petrified of like, being stuck in a lift. So I'll probably have to go for either Sarah Glenn uh, because she's just so ditzy and crazy so she can just calm me down or make me laugh in that situation or even Jess Humber because I've been friends for a long time so she probably know how, how to calm me down. You have to perform a three-minute dance routine on The One Show because your life depends on it. What song do you dance to? Oh, I reckon let's go for a Beyonce song and just do like the single ladies dance. I reckon I could pull that off. If you were a robot and I knew you were a robot, but you didn't know you were a robot, would you want me to tell you? Um, I don't know. That's an interesting one. Probably. Yeah, I'd love to know if I was a robot, because then I'd be different to everyone else. You are not a robot. (laughs) Amazing. Thank you for playing Hit for Six. Please nominate a new player. Uh, I'm going to nominate Claire Boycott to be next. What do you think about that, hey? I was still trying to work out the last question meant. <laughs> well, it's, it's really straightforward. Like, <laughs> does if if you were a robot and I knew you were a robot and you didn't know you were a robot, would you want me to tell you? I've got no idea what that means, but I thought that was a brilliant feature. Sarah Taylor, great answer. Any wannabe wicket keepers out there need to be looking at videos of Sarah Taylor, which I'm going to be doing this week. And I'm just glad I'm not stuck in the lift with you or you two. Yeah, fair point. There we are. So um, that's what I've been busy doing, basically asking stupid questions to talented cricketers um, that I then put on the podcast. Uh, Pete, I can tell that you are shocked and in awe of my brilliance. Oh, absolutely. And I much prefer your voice that way as well. I'm going to let you on a little <laughs> secret there, Pete. That's not me. It's computerised, isn't it? Oh, well, that's ruined it. I know. I thought, I thought you were super talented doing impressions and all that. Yeah, no no one thinks I'm super talented. Hey, Pete, if, if you were a robot and I knew you were a robot, but you didn't know you were a robot, would you want me to tell you? Oh, you two say that I'm robotic all the time, so uh, 
Um, I already know, mate. I already know. I'm good at admin. You are so, uh... a robot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, we do know. Peter de Sonberg. You are a robot. Well done, Peter de Sonberg. <laughs> I think... Pete, if you were a miserable git and I knew you were, but you didn't know you were, would you want me to tell you? As if we could stop you telling him, Daz. Come on now. <laughs> anyway. So are, we... We getting, are we getting Claire Boycott next week? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fantastic we're not, we're not mucking yeah, about here, great. mate. Yeah, I'm I've been... looking forward to it. That sounds great. I actually enjoyed that. Anyway, so more hit for six next week. Um, and more of the same if we can figure out what it is we've just done. As I said, it's the it's the T20 blast. We're young and we're hip and we're cool now, so we don't really care about rules and regulations. We just do what we want. Um, and on that note, I think it's time for us to go and do what is it? Young people do? We're just gonna we're just gonna go and have some Jaeger bombs somewhere or something, and and yeah, listen yeah. to what what's the popular young people music they listen to now? Uh, uh, good question. <laughs> I think we've I think we've given ourselves away as uh, we've given ourselves away as three men who are hurtling towards 40 at a terrible rate of knots. <laughs> right. We will be back soon. We're so this one we're sorry this episode is a little bit late, but life just gets in the way and that's okay. We'll be back with you at some point in the coming days. Well, look. Yes, we will. Bye um, everyone up the rapids. Yeah, Daz is now just shouting. I think his medication is wearing off. This is okay. Um, let's leave it. Let's leave it where it deserves to be, and um, we'll all move on with our lives. As always, if you want to get hold of us, you can find us in the usual place. Just head to Twitter and look for us at on underscore a underscore pair, and that will do us for the time being. I'm going for a little lie down. Peace. Peace.